You're listening to Marketing and Mocktails with Manal Sampat, a previously recorded Facebook Live episode inside the group Marketing and Mocktails with Manal, where dental professionals discuss, share, and learn about dental marketing. Manal Sampat is an entrepreneur, speaker, healthcare provider, and enthusiastic shoe lover. She's been featured in the Huffington Post, Dentistry IQ, Forbes, the Guinness Book of World Records, and more. Join her as she discusses marketing, team, business growth with other industry experts. And if you'd like to receive 10 ways to improve your marketing today, simply text the word resources to 38470. Hey, hey Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Hey, you're live. Oh, I'm just chilling at my house. (laughs) I love it. We are live. This is so great. Thank you so much. Chilling, playing the guitar. Forgot we were doing this today. (laughs) Well, that's what happens when friends hang out. You know, this is this is this is what happens. That's why this show is called Marketing and Mocktails because I feel that the best conversations happen with friends over a drink. Totally. And uh, that is something that you know has always been a big part. Of, of what we are doing so it works out but everybody who's listening where are all the viewers i feel like since spring joined in everybody's like out like playing, they're, they're playing and like on bike in rides the park and... on bike rides usually we have like you know 50 60 comments and these people are like joining in um, so i know you guys are there so come on online let us know where you are from who's watching if you have any questions today's show is going to be super fun and super wonderful because Jordan is not only somebody who is a business owner in the dental field, but he's also super fun, as you can tell. If you can tell by the wall, the guitar wall. I have have an addiction. I just can't stop buying guitars. Your your wife must really love you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, honey. Yeah, this this one's hers. She's got a few too, so. Oh, so she's a musician herself. Yeah, 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 we're both musicians. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, hi, Candace. Candace Martin says she is here. Hello, hey, Candace. Hi, Candace. (laughs) So here, Jordan, let's let's uh, you know get back to when you first started. Tell us a little bit about your your history, your story. My story. So I have been in the dental industry for over fifteen years now, which is weird. Um, And I, I, I pretty much grew up in dentistry, Manal. Uh, my whole family is in the dental field. They, uh, my, my dad owns a dental lab. My mom is an office manager. My, my grandpa's in the dental lab. All my brothers are in the dental lab. My, even my wife worked for a dental office. But ba- I basically grew up and I, uh, um, my mom worked from home for a pediatric dental practice. Oh, I love pediatric dental practice. That's my jam. Yeah, That's what yeah, I do. Okay. They're, yeah, they're great. Yeah. And she, uh, um, I just remember my whole entire childhood, my mom yelling at insurance companies. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I grew up uh, in the dental field. So I don't I think, think much has of, changed. No, I think that kind of <laughs> yeah, explains what I, what, like why I do what I do in de- the dental industry. Cause uh, because that's how I grew up just hearing my mom getting mad at dental insurance companies. Um, and then, and then uh, uh, years later, as I got older, I, I joined my dad at the dental lab. Uh, so I have a, a lot of clinical background as well, uh, creating restorations. And uh, then we also grew the lab. Uh, when, when, once digital dentistry came out, we started growing the lab outside of Utah. 
Mm. Um, and, and, um, basically we were able to get a lot of like Sarah connect cases and things like that coming through. And then I, and then a few years later, I left to start boom cloud. Wow. So, I mean, so, I yeah. actually think that, you know, you almost came in and said, Hey, let's find a solution because I have grown up with this issue all my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, my entire life grew up with the issue. And especially when I went, I started at the dental lab, we had more and more practices, you know, com- you know venting to us about um, dental insurance and how horrible it is. And, and pretty much they would call us up and say, Hey, we're on this PPO. And um, this, uh, we can, we only get this much from, from the insurance company. Can you guys give us a break as well? So we felt as when I managed the dental lab, we felt the, the burden and the, the, uh, the pinch that the insurance companies were doing uh, for, to these dental practices. So that's when I started getting really fed up with it. I'm like, man, insurance companies suck, <laughs> you know, and it's a, it's a big problem in the dental industry. So I, I always ask myself, well, how can, how can I help solve this problem? And that's, that's kind of how boom cloud was born. Um, you know, at the time I, I was studying, I studied marketing mm. and, and yeah, and I studied marketing and um, web development I'm not a programmer. I suck. <laughs> uh, I now have a team of programmers, but that's what I studied. So I knew kind of the foundation of, of how to create software in the dental space. But um, that's, that's kind of my journey in the, the dental industry. I, I grew up in it. I listening to my mom, you know, yell at insurance companies <laughs> and, <laughs> and swear at them because she was so fed up with them. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, and then just dealing with the dental lab side of things uh, as well. And then, eventually creating boom cloud to help practices reduce dependence on dental insurance and, and create these membership programs. You know, and this is such an interesting issue because as a, as a marketing strategist, a lot of times I do have practices where they will come to me and they say, hey, Manal, when new patient numbers have just dropped and yeah. that, you know, and I have to agree that sometimes a reason for that are insurances. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh-huh. It's a network, it's the, you know, it's out of network, but people don't know that you're really, your fees are so great out of network. You know, it's, yeah. it's a different world we live in and not everybody knows all this information. We can't expect people, especially our uh, patients to know all these things. Absolutely. Which that's where marketing comes into, right? I think, I think membership plans are a fantastic marketing tool for a practice, right? To, to educate their patient base about, um, you know, they don't need dental insurance to, <laughs> I like your quote there. Uh, they don't need, they don't need dental insurance, right. To, um, to go see the dentist. Right. So practices and we're seeing more and more practices use this as a marketing strategy to get the word out. Cause more and more pay, more and more patients are uninsured. Right. Which is a good thing for practices. Cause they don't have to deal with all that red tape and they don't have to call up the, you know, the insurance company and swear, swear at them for taking so long and being difficult. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, in regards to marketing, membership programs are, are the way to go. Uh, well, you know, a part of so much of what's truly happening in our industry is that not only our generations are changing, which is interesting. Yeah. I just wanted to say before, uh, hello to everybody. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Edward. Hi, Genevieve. Hi, Rhonda. Thanks, what's, guys, for being oh, here. It's Gen- what's up, Genevieve? <laughs> yeah, Genevieve, what's up? Uh, hi, Kristen. Oh, thank you so much for your wonderful comment. That is that is wonderful. Well, I hope we get to know each other a little bit more. Rhonda says hello. Candice says hello. And as you guys are coming on, please tell us where you're watching from. And if you're outside just barbecuing and having a good spring day, Thursday, Gosh, that's it's cool, ra- too. It's- 
it's raining here in Utah and it's miserable. Really? It was sunny. Yeah. It's sunny and beautiful <laughs> here. It's like 75 degrees and sunny in Washington state. So it's Gosh. just amazing. It's amazing. Lucky. But, you know, what I was saying is that I think we are in this very interesting time. There's always an interesting time in our industry. Yeah. But I feel that we are in this interesting time where we have to um, provide solutions to our patients. Absolutely. We, because, you know, we, have, we are trying to attract a, a larger generation. Did you know that you and I are both millennials? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh, we're yeah. the same age. We're the same age. And, uh, same you know, age. Same age. And, <laughs> um, and, you know, millennials are the largest. So cool. They're so cool. And- oh, yeah. Or oh, that too. Yeah. I mean, they're both, right? <laughs> both. We can tell each other that we are super cool. But, um, you know, millennials are the largest generation in the U.S. workforce right now. So realistically speaking, you know, when I look at it from a marketing point of view, at some point in your practice culture, unless you are so unless your target market is so specific to a senior population and you're working on dentures and you know specific services, yeah. you're going to want to attract the millennials and the millennials are now like in their early thirties and yeah. they have young families. The uh, cool ones, the cool ones are. The cool ones are. The cool right. ones are. Uh, <laughs> you know, they are in their early thirties. They have families. They're starting to buy homes. They're starting to uh, figure out, you know, where they want to shop, what kind of providers they want to see, who they want to see it. And, we have a lot of competition. Yeah. Dentists have a lot of competition. So in I order totally for you to really beat your competition, you have to provide a solution to the yeah. patients looking for it. And, 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 and just better offers, right? Um, and, and that doesn't mean discounting, right? Just better offers, better, more attractive offers, right? Um, Absolutely. That's, that's, that's what I see out there. You know, and better offers is, is great as well. But I also think that there has to be, um, you know, I am, I am more about like, how do I, how can you make this easy for me? Yeah, that how too. How can you make I'm this all, efficient for me? I'm all about convenience, right? I, I hate things that aren't very convenient for me. If, if it's not convenient, like I, I won't do it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that goes to de- like in dentistry, right? If, if practices aren't making going to see the dentist convenient or, or, or whatever, right? It's going to be harder to attract this, our, our cool, you know, generation. <laughs> right. And it's, yeah. It is harder and it is harder. Yeah. And I think we are, um, we, <laughs> so this is something that's taught, you know, spoken about millennials, which is kind of sort of true. And that <laughs> is, that is a, we are somebody who are into instant gratification and we totally. are not as patient as the generations before us. And that's simply I, because I don't like to this. wait. I don't want to wait. Yeah. I don't want to wait. I want it now. <laughs> yes. You know, we actually had, um, I had Yelp actually did a, did a study a few years back on figuring out the reasons for negative reviews for healthcare professionals. Yeah. And the number one reason for negative reviews for a healthcare professional was making them wait. Making was them wait. that people yeah. did not like to wait because pe- uh, healthcare professionals are, have been notoriously okay with making their patients wait. Totally. And that was mm-hmm. something that they just said, hey, this is expected. You're coming to a doctor's office. You're just gonna wait for a couple of hours. <laughs> However, now, I mean, with you and I as, you know, in this generation, if we have an appointment for 9 a.m. and if I'm not seated by 9.15, I'm not happy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I am not, you know, I am not somebody who's going to just say, okay, well, I'm just going to sit here and wait, especially if the office manager or somebody didn't even come over to me and explain me why there's a, why, yeah. there, why is it that I'm waiting? If, yeah. if there's a reason I'm waiting, fantastic. If there's 
it would be nice if you know they if you're waiting they bring you like a cookie and then explain you why right i mean that's right. that's me that's what i would like i want a cookie <laughs> we are not that hard to please. We are not that hard to you know, just give me just give, just give, give, give me, me a the, cookie give and me tell me why. Password. Give me the Wi-Fi password. Give me a cookie. Or no. <laughs> or come to me. I mean, seriously, but like, you know, I, I'm so sorry that this is taking Dr. Smith has an emergency. And please know that if you ever have an emergency, we will make sure that we provide you our best TLC and attention. Uh, however, I understand that you're waiting here for your for your appointment. Here's your free Wi-Fi password, and here's a little cookie for you as well while you wait. <laughs> and when you check <laughs> out, right? And then when you check out, if you're able to get like a five dollar Dunkin' card, yeah, or yeah. like a Starbucks card. You know, you know what I would do if I were a dentist. Um, I would, I would, uh, you know, the Nintendo Switch. Like, I would totally buy a bunch of those, <laughs> and with, with like cool games on it, like Zelda. Zelda's a cool game, um, and like all the Mario games. And oh, Sonic the Hedgehog has a cool game on the Switch. I don't know if you played it, but you, can you tell I'm a Switch player? Um, <laughs> I would totally buy a bunch. <laughs> I would totally buy a bunch of those and have them in my office. And be like, hey, sorry, we're taking so long. You can play Mario Kart or whatever, right? That like that would be so cool. That's what I would I, do. I would, you know, and I would just because <laughs> I'm a hygienist. And what if you were to make like dental games? Do you think we can make Mario with like a instead of getting mushrooms to get bigger? <laughs> <laughs> he like gets, yeah, like, he like gets a toothbrush and a cloth to like have a beautiful smile. Drilling the margin on the crown, right? You're like right, cutting or the crown. like, like, seriously, like he, can, he has to brush super fast, super fast. Yeah. Super super fast. fast. Yeah. Super yeah. And, and as soon as he does, he, he becomes this huge smile, and his smile is so shiny and bright that it kills a little turtle. You know, like how you have the Mario, and then you have the little turtle. Does anyone even play Mario anymore? Like I am so excited about. I do. It. I do. I was at a mall in Pennsylvania a couple of weeks ago, and there was a stall. You know how they have stalls in the middle of the malls? Yeah, this yeah. guy selling Mario, like old school Mario, and I bought old it. I bought old nice. school Mario. But now I have of an course. issue. The connector is so old for the modern TVs, I actually have to get like some, some <laughs> something else so I can actually play the Mario game. Because otherwise, I'm going to be yep. like, hey, and the TV's right here, like, jumping, 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 jumping. jumping. But, you I'm going to. I'm going to tell you a quick secret. If you if you go to our our, our website, Manal, I've I've hidden two old school video games on our website. So uh, if you if you find it, let me know, and then tell me what type of high score you can get. <laughs> oh, I'm so in this. Are you kidding me? As soon as we're yeah. done with the show, I'm going I, to your website to go find the two hidden video games. I've, I've two two hidden video games on the website. My team has only found one, but I've mm -hmm. hid another video or video game. Um, on the website that they can play online, right? If if they find it, so <laughs> you know what I'm going to find it. And is this is this your is this your way for you to have your um your clients stay on your website longer for SEO? Is this your is totally. this your smart marketing? Yeah. It, it, like, yeah, it's a bounce rate thing. <laughs> it's a bounce rate thing, right? You're like, I don't want them to leave. Yeah, yeah. My website. What, what can I do? <laughs> what can I do? I'm just going to add a video game in here so that it, they just leave and it's very addictive right so they, they just keep coming back to it so that's, that's exactly my strategy <laughs> i love it i love yeah. it so creativity yeah. matters yeah. and you know this, i had to ask you this because like and by the way we have some i know the comments are not showing up on be live but we have comments yeah. coming in you just let me know the comments and i'll do my yeah Kristen cook says brownie please so she she's not into the cookies but she's, into the she's not the cookies brownies are good brownies are okay but you gotta have a good glass of milk with it Yes, uh, Anne says that is the key because I'm always late. She's, I think, always waiting in her medical appointments. Well, Anne, learn the power of Yelp and Google reviews. 
you yeah, will realize yeah. very quickly that, that they won't make you wait any longer. <laughs> uh, and you also got a common genius about you having video games on your website. So that, like, <laughs> Who said that? Oh, and find, find, genius. Oh, man. Find the video, video, game, game. Find video game. Yeah, but it's so yeah. true. You have something on your website that just captivates them and you just now can totally. retarget them. You know, you can put a Facebook pixel on your website and or Google ads and you can retarget everybody who's coming to your website. Totally. You totally can. You totally can. And, it's and just, that's what we do. And we that's what you pixel. do. We have there a pixel. Well, let's talk about creativity because I think this is sure. an important part of marketing and what you and I do. Mm-hmm. And what I think it's kind of necessary for what you know you have, I have done. And just because you are a clearly a musician and you married a musician as well, do you yeah. think that music has to do something with marketing? Or do you think music has to do something with owning a business or marketing? Yeah, uh, both, both. Um, you've got it. Music is like you're creating, right, all the time. At least I do, right? I, I love writing songs. I still write songs. I go to the recording studio every, every month because that's my stress reliever and mm-hmm. uh, another create, uh, like creative outlet. But I, I believe that business is very creative. And, uh, you know, going into it, when I, when I first started my path on entrepreneurship, I, you know, you think going into business that it's like no, not creative whatsoever. It's completely, you know, logic, you know, numbers and stuff. Obviously, that's a side to it. But music has that same side to it as well, right? It's got some logical side to it. Um, but yeah, I think I think um, creativity is extremely important in, in business. Whether you're owning, whether you own a dental practice, whether you're marketing, you know, a product mm-hmm. in a dental practice, or you own a software company like me, um, creativity is extremely important. Um, and I think that's, I mean, that's. That's what's attracted me to creating businesses and, and marketing as well, right? Because that's all creativity. I agree. You know, and I am, I am so gung-ho about some of these things with being creative. Because in marketing, you have to yeah. be creative. In business, you have to be creative. And not only do you have to be creative, but you also have to be able to pivot and evolve. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. change. Yeah, innovation. Um, Creative innovation, right? That's that's a that's a thing, <laughs> right? That that you know allows companies you know hire people that have you know creative innovation to change an entire industry. It happens all the time. It does. So I think, yeah. Yeah. You look at whatever industry it is, right? Um, it, creative innovation or disruptive innovation is what they call it in another term. Mm-hmm. Uh, that happens all the time in every industry. I mean, it, it happens in dentistry all the time, right? We see when I was at the dental lab. The Serac Connect, the digital dentistry, came out. That was a form of creative destruction, or creative destruction in some industry, and creative innovation on the other side, right? Um, so there, there's a lot of things. What's what's the, some of the new stuff that's coming out now, like the Smile Direct Club or whatever it's called? That's right. a form of creative innovation, right? Um, and I think it's it's a very it's a good thing, right? And I think it keeps people on their toes, in my opinion, um, and I, I think if if you own a business, own a practice. If you can be creative and and um, figure out solutions, you know, to problems, that's really what what you need to do as a as a practice owner, in my opinion. Absolutely, and you know, there. I think that the hardest question comes is, well, how can you be creative? Yeah. What are some ways that you can always come up with new ideas? And I've been working on this thought, and I'm actually going to put this um, in something that I have a huge announcement coming out this year. Tweet so soon, but. Um, I'm working on this and uh, on this thought, and I almost feel like there are different ways for you to be creative. And I think that if you are a new dental practice, mm-hmm. right, 
And if you if you're a new dental practice, you're pretty much starting. Whether you bought into a practice, whether you um, you know are building a brand new practice, whether it's an associateship, whatever it is, I was at the Minnesota Dental Association over the weekend because I spoke at uh, I spoke at their entrepreneur event, oh, and nice. majority of the majority of the attendees were dental practitioners less than ten years of practicing, and a lot of them were just getting into a, you know buying a practice or just getting yeah. into um, building a practice, right? And when you are in that zone, I feel, and, and Jordan, you know, again, um, chime in here. I feel that that that's a, that's the time that you can really just start building around being that creative practice that is connected to your target audience, being yeah, that absolutely. practice, you know, be, and having having something like membership plans, having something like online chat, having something if you're trying to attract again. It all depends on your location, who you're trying to attract, totally. how easy it is for them to make it. But I can tell you that if I if I can just simply have all of it done for me, where I don't have to think about it or worry about it, like I just go into my healthcare appointment and I give them a card, or I already know what I'm paying them and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. It's easy because it's one less thing I have to worry about. It's one less thing that I have to do, right? Absolutely. Um, and to and to focus on that providing on that solution, but making sure that you are thinking about your patients first, I think it's a it's a great way of doing it. And because you do membership plans, yeah. what have you seen as a success for practices who are using it that are doing membership programs? Like, what are they doing that are su- the successful the ses- mm-hmm. the successful tips I have? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the the first one I have is um, so. I always, I always like to say that my mom is my customer at Boom Cloud because she is. She works at a, a practice that uses it. And one thing that I, I, she said the other day, she was recording some videos with us for our, our Boom Cloud University, mm-hmm. which teaches practices on you know, the successful tips of marketing and growing a membership program. She says the, a membership program is only as good as your, your front office staff, right? If you've mm-hmm. got a horrible front office staff or they're not, they're not, you're not holding them accountable, you're probably not going to grow a membership program very successfully, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I, I see that all the time, right? We, we have access to, to practices across the nation and, and we see, you know, who's successful, who's not, and we, we call them and ask them what they're doing, right? So that's the first step, right? You got to have, you got to have practice, you got your, your office has to, to understand it and they have to be behind it, right? Um, another tip, Practices, if they're not marketing, if they're not using their membership program as a marketing tool or strategy, they're, they're not growing, right? Um, they're not going to grow it, right? If, if they're just focusing on, you know, signing up patients to, you know, existing patients, which I, I think is fantastic because we found that member patients spend three and a half times more than non-members. So, oh. if if, I mean, yeah, if they're, just, if they're just focusing on existing patients, that's fantastic, but but they're, they're kind of, they hit a, they plateau, they hit it, they hit a cap, right? So using it as a marketing strategy, you know, whether it's online or offline marketing, we, we've seen like direct mail ads uh, work for like retirees, uh, things like that. We've, we've seen um, Facebook ads work if, if they structure them right. You know, Facebook, you know, it takes a little bit of time and, and expertise behind it. But um, if you're using it for marketing, you're going to grow it, right? Um, and, and, and you need to, because not everyone knows about a membership program. In fact, we joke at at our office with our with one of our video guys. His name is Tucker, and he's like, "Hey, I think it would be cool to like go to the mall and just ask random people if they know what a me- like a dental membership program is, just to prove that 
that practices need to market this better, right? Mm-hmm. So in, fa- in fact, we're going to do that. We're going to do that in a few weeks here. We're going to go to the mall. We're going to hand the mall and, <laughs> and ask. Who is that comedian ask- who goes around like New York and asks his random question? Jay Leno? <laughs> Jay Leno? Yeah, who Jay does Leno that? does that. There's a lot of people that do that. But yeah, I'm going to do that. And, and we're going to ask like uh, uh, people, you know, if they know what a dental membership program is. But I think it's so important to get the word out. Uh, I think I read a stat the other day on uh, I think it was Vox.com or some some site that was – uh, say, stating that there was like close to like 180 million people that don't have dental insurance now um, and practices need to u- take this advantage right um, to market it and to educate their patients about it um, you know through whether it's through Facebook marketing through live presentations through uh, I've even seen practices get on the, like a news station in interview style type thing talking about their membership programs when you can do that get the word out you're like you're going to grow it and it's going to be fantastic for you. You know, we've, we've seen practices, you know, generate like 30 to $40,000 a month just in the membership fees. Um, every month comes in, whether they do dentistry or not. Right. But you got to market it. You got to get your team on board and you got to communicate with every single patient. These are simple things, but practices don't yeah. do them. Right. And that's, that's where lies the issue. I feel that when you look at, I mean, you know, I think many times people look at marketing as a solution. Marketing is not a solution. It's a tool. It's a tool. It's a yep. Tool. It's mm-hmm. a tool. It's not a solution. It's a tool for you to showcase yeah. something that is differentiating factor, something that is a solution for your clients, right? Absolutely. And I think membership plans, sometimes, like you said, Jordan, you know, we can do it large scale where you can go ahead and talk about it on the show. You could do a Facebook ad. You could do a Google ad around it. Yeah. You could post about it. You could do like a fun parody on it, right? Like, a, like <laughs> totally. somebody walks in and is like, hi, I don't have insurance, but I need to get a teeth clean. And the dentist yeah. is like, well, don't you worry. We have a solution for you. We totally. have membership plans. You know, like, <laughs> you, can make, you can go so, ma- so much with it. And totally. with other practices, sometimes it's just as simple as saying it on the phone. Yeah. When you have that new patient call, you're spending all this money to get the leads for your new patient. Yeah. So you're spending all yeah. this money to have new patients call your practice and that one phone call is a conversion factor. Yeah. You know, when you're speaking to them. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thought that I like to read a lot of books. Uh, re- recently I'm reading a lot of, uh, have you heard of Russell Brunson? Of course. He, he owns, everyone knows him, right? So I, I've been yeah. reading a lot Click of his books. Right. Yeah. Click funnels. He does a lot of other stuff. Uh, he's a Utah guy. I think he lives in Idaho now, but Utah guy. Um, and he, uh, I was talking to my brother the other day. I've, I've got a twin brother, Manol. I don't know if you knew that. I um, do know that. I saw you guys jamming together online. Yeah, we jam like, together online. And, and he, yeah. yeah, we we play guitar together. He's he's also in the dental industry, right? He he met, he helps my dad run the dental lab. But um, I was talking to him the other day, and he's like, we were talking about the value ladder. I don't know if you if you remember, yeah. you know, how Russell talks yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot, what a lot of practice miss, if, if you think about the value ladder, and if you haven't gotten this, this book, I think it's called like .com secrets or whatever, where he te- teaches this in. But um, he talks about the value ladder of like marketing, right? Where you attract a, a, a patient, whether it's through like a, like a, let's say it's a free cleaning oh, right. or something, right? And then you got to have some type of like uh, a continuity program, right? Which a membership program is like that, right? And naturally practices have, you know, a, a, a program where, where patients come every six months, right? But not every patient does that. Not, I mean, I, I'll be honest, I haven't been to the dentist in a long time. 
Jordan, right? you know, you know, you know, the show is now on Instagram, YouTube, turning yeah, into a so, podcast and going via email to dental professionals, right? Okay, I totally know that. that um, you, you have some guts mentioning that on. I on tell, yeah, I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, this is this is what I'll say. Um, I don't have dental insurance, never will, because I mm. hate it. Um, I'm waiting for the, the, the doctor that I, I'm very picky because I, I have a, a dental lab background, so I'm very picky. <laughs> um, but a pra- if a pra- any practice from Utah is listening and you have an awesome membership program, I will join your membership program uh, because that's what I'm honestly looking for um, in a practice here in Utah. <laughs> so there you go. If you want a new customer and if you're a practice in Utah, I will gladly join if you have a membership program because um, I don't have dental insurance and I never will. And I'll bring my whole team because they don't have dental insurance. <laughs> um, but, but my, my point was, is you got to attract somebody, you know, you got to attract people by like a free offer or an amazing offer, whether it be like free whitening or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right. You got, you can be creative there, but you also have to lock them in um, to, you know, a continuity program, which a membership program falls in that category, right? Once you get them into that, then you can upsell them on higher, bigger treatment, right? Um, and, and I mentioned earlier, Manal, that the practices that have a membership program, those patients that are members spend three and a half times more than non-members, right? Mm-hmm. Which is incredible, right? Um, even if you're able to take a membership program and just promote it, you know, to your existing uninsured patient base, they're going to end up spending more money with the practice than they would if they were to remain just a cash paying patient. So I think that's an important uh, tip for practice to, to think about, you know, making sure they have a, a, a strong continuity program, which is a membership program so that it retains people and makes them loyal and encourages them to buy more, <laughs> right. When they need it. Right. So I have a question coming in here. First, we got a comment sure. saying uh, that is true because members that don't have an insurance uh, don't have an insurance uh, maximum, they're more likely to have more treatment done because, again, they don't have an insurance Absolutely. maximum. So they kind of do what needs to be done, what treatment needs yeah. to be done. Yeah, and, 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 and most patients think, well, in, in, order to go to the, in order to go to the dentist, I need to have dental insurance or something, right? So right. a membership program kind of helps void that mindset and say, oh, don't worry, you can just sign up and pay monthly or yearly for a membership program and you can get you know access to benefits and discounts. And there's no maximum, which is beautiful because maximums yeah. suck. Yeah. <laughs> and then the question we have here is, Jordan, what would you say to a dentist that uh-huh. tells you, why would I use your company when I can start my own in-house membership program? Yeah, because I believe in systems because systems help you scale, right? I, I've seen this over and over again where practices do it themselves, which I encourage. I encourage practices to do this themselves but if you truly want to scale it and and you know get hundreds even thousands of of practices to your program you need a system right um i've seen a practice when they stay this particular practice they started with us they had like i think maybe 50-ish members when they started and they were stressing out like we want to grow this we see the benefit but we just we can't we can't get past this plateau like, well, you need a system and you need a, a marketing system for it, right? You need a management system, right? So that's, that's the biggest reason why practices use a company like mine is to, to, to automate it so they can add more people to, to their continuity program, their membership program, right? Um, which if you, if you didn't have to do the you know, manual work, you could, you could scale that to hundreds and thousands of patients, we, which we see that all the time with our, with our clients at BoomCloud. Okay, so it's it's pretty much you know so you could definitely do an in-house membership plan, but uh, yeah. you have to make sure that you are you have a system in place so it lets you grow. 
and it doesn't become yeah. So the problem is, yeah, the problem is that I've I've seen time and time again is practice will try to start these up, the the office manager sets it up, and then she she gets fired or quits, and then the program fails. Right? We don't want a program like this to fail because this is a membership program, if you look at the funnel, right, where you're, you're getting people in the door, especially uninsured patients, you're getting people in the door, attracting them in, and then they're signing up for the membership program, and then you, st- you stop managing it or can't manage it because your, your office manager leaves or gets fired or, or dies. That's not, hopefully not. That doesn't happen. But um, when that happens, the system goes with the office manager, right? As a, if I were a bit practice owner, you got to think of it as a business. you got to build systems so if, if – so you're, you, if somebody leaves, you're. Okay. And so the, you know, I hope that answers your question. So I think it's more, yeah. Yeah. again, it's more about having systems in place and making sure that Absolutely. you're actually Absolutely. using the program and you're always on, on board with the program. Yeah. Isn't well, there something weird, Jordan, where like you can't, use something like in-house insurance isn't that a weird word that you can't legally use uh, yeah i wouldn't call it insurance every state's different right and there's some states that are similar but um yeah i would never call it like your own like dr smith's insurance plan like don't do that <laughs> like don't do that please if you're doing that please stop <laughs> right? right it's not very smart and it's it's yeah it's not the the way to do it every state like i said is different um it's totally doable in in every state um, whether you're dental, when you're a dental office or a medical office, even we've seen, we're starting to see more medical offices doing this as well as like, you know, other, other verticals in the healthcare industry. And this is, I mean, this is a huge problem. This is why, you know, I have you on the show here because I do believe that this is a, uh, a, a very trending topic right now. Do yeah. I need a membership? Do I need a membership plan? Do I need a membership plan? Yeah. And from a marketing perspective, you can definitely use this to market to a larger audience base. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, like Jordan said, there are multiple ways you can do it. And sometimes it's even easy for you to use simple strategies, like yeah. put it right on your website on what makes us different. Yeah. Why choose us, right? I highly recommend that everybody who's listening, if you're a dental professional here, um, there should be something on your website that says, why choose you? Because patients have options. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and I, I, I agree with that 100%, right? And, and they, I think practices can use this to, to differentiate make themselves look unique to the, all the other practices. I mean, I know in Utah, you go to, on every corner, there's a, a dental practice, right? It's like pick and choose, right? And if you don't like one, you, you, you can churn out, right? And that's the beauty, the beauty of a membership program, right? It, it reduces, you know, cancellations or, and, and increases patient retention, right, within a practice. Because they're, they're invested in the practice, right? And, and most practices, when they, when they set this up, they, you don't want to just set it up and say, yeah, pay us one time a year, and then we'll renew you manually next year. You want to think like Amazon Prime or Costco. You automatically renew each year or each month if you're doing monthly plans, which I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, because if if you're gonna if you're gonna tell the patient, yeah, come in, and next year when you come in, we'll just you know renew renew you. Then you want it to be evergreen, is what I call it, right? Where patients are basically subscribing to your practice, right? It's extremely important to get that mindset down and you have in your agreements with the patient, you need to make sure that it, that it auto renews every year. And if it's a monthly that it auto bills every month, right? And we, we use systems like ACH where we've, we've actually connected to bank accounts across the yeah. United States where we, when the patient signs up for a, me- for a membership program through our platform, 
um, the patient chooses their bank account and then basically basically logs in th- um, through our connection to all the bank accounts uh, in the United States, and they connect the, the practice connects their plan to that that bank account. So every month, it's going to charge that that patient directly from the bank account versus a credit card or anything like that, which is way more secure in regards to like decline payments and things like that and less maintenance to for the, for the practice. So that's, that's what yeah. I recommend. I think that's a, it's a misfactor that people don't talk about because how yeah. much time are you spending on trying to collect payment from your patients? Yeah. It's you want to, yeah, yeah. You want to automate that. And, and, and what we've seen at boom cloud, we obviously have a, like a credit card option that the patient can put in the platform. Um, but you, you want to use an ACH bank account, especially if you're doing like a, a monthly plan, which, again, I highly recommend because it's a low barrier, barrier to entry for, for a patient, especially the patient with a bigger family. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so by using like ACH, ACH methods, which is uh, direct bank withdrawals from the patient's bank, um, you do that, you, you reduce the, the time spent on like following up on credit card declines. And then you also, it's also cheaper because merchant fees, uh, merchant companies don't charge much for ACH withdrawals versus credit cards. Credit cards are way more expensive. So that's another, that's something that we do, you know, and, and I keep thinking back to that question where, you know, why, why would a practice want to use like a system to, to do this? Um, somebody said this, somebody in ADMC was talking to me the other day. Um, I think it was Mary. Um, and she, she was saying, why would a practice want to pay, you know, FICA and taxes and all these benefits to have somebody ma- to have a, an in-house person manage their membership program when they can pay, you know, a couple hundred bucks a month to help manage it? You know, uh, that's another uh, reason why I think a, a practice wouldn't, you know, what they would use a system to manage their membership program versus a human being, which I'm all about human beings. I love humans. But systems just are awesome. <laughs> oh, you're so into AI. You're like, yes. Yeah. AI. It's oh, we've, we've got some cool AI. AI st- we've got some cool AI stuff that we're actually developing in Boom Cloud in regards to like plan creation that's going to mm-hmm. blow your mind. <laughs> oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I do think that there is such a thing as uh, human error. And I do think that there are times where you absolutely need a team member to be involved and I would Absolutely. shift that focus from having a team member be involved communicating with the patients and yep. making sure that your culture focus, is alive and focus on the patients. focusing on the patient and focusing on the customer service and focusing on creating yeah. that wow factor right Absolutely. Um, in focus comparison to a task which they have to spend hours and hours on and there is <laughs> yeah. a high risk of human, which, human error right <laughs> Which I totally remember when I start when I was starting Boom Cloud. I remember going into a practice and they were using a bi- a paper binder to manage their membership program. And the office manager was pulling her hair out. Right? She's like, "We have fifty people on this plan, and I don't know if I can take this any longer. It's it's harder to it's harder to manage than dealing with insurance companies." I'm like, "It sounds like you need a system. <laughs> you need a system." She's like, "Call," and she would call the the patient every month and say, "Hey, is that okay if we run your card?" And I'm like, "Are you seriously doing this? Like." You can totally automate this and focus on the patients when they come in, um, and and let the let the you know let the technology do its thing because that's that's what technology is here for to do for us. I completely agree, and sometimes you know, and I talk about this a lot because a, a, a part of what I do is I reduce your marketing budget and I increase your production, and the yeah. way I do that is by realigning where you're spending your money yeah. and how you're spending your money. And Jordan, I have to agree with you that there are times when I'm looking at a practice 
And majority of the time, they're able to increase their production and decrease their, decrease their you know, expenditure by shifting those focuses. Yeah. By saying, okay, so I understand you want to have an in-house membership plan, or I understand you want to have X, Y, N, Y, you know, whatever you want your team to include. But first of all, your team is not, does not have enough time to do it. Absolutely. They don't have enough time to do it. They don't have a system to do it, and they keep making errors. Instead, if you were to, even though it's more money, if you were to invest in a system that can automate that process for you, like, you know, reviews or anything else, can automate that process for you. And then you have your team shift specifically, uh, you know, team shift specifically to working on things that are going to convert by team communication and what the team needs to focus on, things that a a computer cannot do for you, things that a system cannot do for you. Let the human do. And absolutely. And let the computer do it. Let the technology yeah. handle it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. We're in the 21st century. Let's come on. Let's let technology do it. But here's, here's kind of what me as a business owner, I'm, I'm thinking about systems and people all the time. Right. Because that's yeah. what, when you own a business, that's, that's yeah, you're thinking about systems. Right. And, and we're, we're scaling boom cloud. We're growing, uh, growing month after month. And my, my, my question I find myself asking all the time is, um, when I'm when I'm analyzing like our processes in inside of Boom Cloud, I ask myself, do I do I need better systems or more people, right? And I think practices need to ask this more often uh, because, um, at least me in a in a fast growing company, I'm like, holy smokes, this is overwhelming. Uh, how how can I make this so we can continue growing and be profitable? And most likely it's a, it's a system problem, right? Where I'm like, okay, I need more, I need better systems. I need to figure out how to automate more things. Um, and I, I don't need to hire another, like the other day, today I was talking to one of my friends and he's asking how we were scaling. Right. And he's like, why don't you just, why don't you just hire a bunch more people to do all these things? I'm like, Hey, that's like, like logical. I get like, I get that logic, but I don't think I have a people problem. I think I need to incorporate more and better systems and focus on on the systems because systems help you scale as mentioned before. Right. And that, that's kind of me as a business owner. That's how I'm thinking lately is how can, as we grow, how how do we do this? Do do we hire more people and and throw more people at it? But people only have so much time that they can give in a, in a day. But you can look at, look at a system and you can say, I need people to handle customer service. And yeah. I need people to become my Absolutely. reps for my for my clients, but yep. I need systems in place where there's automation and things are going on by itself so that I yep. don't have to worry about that part. So I think yep. that there is a place for people's jobs and the technology jobs. Totally. And the way you don't combine them is where efficiency comes on board. That, yeah, that's and where the magic happens. <laughs> right. Like there's definitely something where, you know, there are times when I and I again I hate speaking on the phone most of the time. I am usually mm-hmm. It's like, you know, have you seen that like Facebook post saying like, you know, uh, so shoot me a text, shoot me an email, shoot me a Facebook message, shoot me an Insta story, like shoot me something, but I should do a smoke signal. And then after that, call me. Like, it's yeah. just one of those things, right? But there are times, yeah. however, there are times when I want to get in touch with the customer service and I really don't want to sit there and look at your automated funnel system. That's like, yeah. let's go, let's take you to a page where all your questions are answered. And then yep, I go to that question is not answered here and then they're like okay well shoot me an email and then we'll answer your question and then 
great. I type an email and then I shoot an email and then I'm waiting for 24 hours, 48 hours for an email to come back. <laughs> and then the person on the email is like, okay, so all right, how can I help? And I'm like, okay, woman, I just I just described this whole problem to you three times now. Why I email? <laughs> can I just call you? Can I just get on the phone with you, right? So yeah. you do need to understand your target market. And if you do need people skills, if you do need people absolutely. who are there to help you, um, you know, absolutely do it. And funnily enough, I have, I usually find customer service tips and customer service ideas from restaurants. Uh-huh. Yeah, fantastic. How you, are, how you are greeted, how you are seated, how the wait staff is. Um, and it's weird because I'm the annoying one when I go out. <laughs> Because I'm not a vegetarian, right? And oh, this, is, this is funny. So I was in Minnesota last weekend, and you know Mark LeBlanc. He's uh, yeah, of course I do. Mark, yeah, Mark LeBlanc, right? Yeah. So Mark LeBlanc, in his speeches, and I went to his Achiever Circle. He talks about you know Marais, this Marais Steakhouse. This is this restaurant which is signature. Yes, I've, I've I've heard him talk about this. <laughs> so I was in Minneapolis. How can I not go? So yeah, it's like give it up to Mark LeBlanc to inspire a vegetarian to go to a steakhouse. Yeah. Really, <laughs> I did not eat the steak. I am a vegetarian, right? But they were so amazing. Um, they were incredibly accommodating. They made this beautiful meal for me. Um, you know, the waiter was absolutely amazing. And he was giving me like, well, you know, this is really good. Like this side is really great. This is really good. And you can combine this together. And, you know, he kept, he was so attentive and, I realized that even when I eat at restaurants, which don't have the best food, uh -huh. but have really good service, yeah. I still like them. Totally. Right? It's think... about, and there are times when the food is fantastic and the wait staff is like out there smoking a doobie or something, you know? And then it's like, <laughs> well, nobody yeah. came to check There's... on for the last two hours. I don't yeah. have any water. Yo, Manal, I... yo, Manal, how's the steak going? <laughs> Right. And like, or yeah. have zero attention. And even if the food is great, it's like, do I really want to come back here? Do I yeah. really want to spend my time here? Yeah. Probably not. Because there are higher chances that I could find a better food restaurant, but there's a lower chance that I can find a restaurant with worse customer service. So yeah. well, I, I could, like, I couldn't agree with you more because um, as a business owner, like I'm, I, we have a support team, a success team, right? As we call it. And I'm like obsessed with tracking like how they're doing, right? Like every every day, I swear it's every day. So when whenever they like answering emails or phone calls, like a a survey get, goes out to our 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 clients that are you know dealing with our support team, and they they rate them right. And if I get a if I see like a bad like review, which happens when I mean, we're business, we're people, it happens, right? Yeah, that's um, real. Like that's I, I yeah I I obsess over that and I. Like I immediately when I when I get a bad review or something from from my support team, but from a client that's talking about my support team, I'll immediately go in their office and I review it with them and I ask them why and I'm like, hey, can you call? I need you to call this practice up, and 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 fix what went wrong or help you know help them with whatever like bend over backwards because service, no matter what industry you're in, is is important and then that's something that um, we try to focus on at Boom Quad and, and something that we. Um, I, I track the metric. We have metrics that measure all those. And I think it's very important for, for practices. I mean, you can market and you can generate tons of leads and tons of sales. But if, if your practice is not, if your practice or if your software company, your support team is not um, helping people and, and, and have great customer success or services, um, 
you know, that you're probably not going to, you're probably wasting your marketing dollars, right? You you absolutely are. And I tend to do that with my clients is, and I I don't just work with dentists, you know, I work with consultants and coaches and speakers and work with companies, um, you know, and when they reach out to me, like recently I had a company reach out to me who wanted my strategy services. And I, I usually look up, look people up and I have to sometimes say politely no. And, you know, Say that listen what you have or provide Sounds like you got a bigger problem to fix yeah right and you know kind of say, listen you know uh, this is not something that marketing is going to fix i don't think no. this is something that you know we can sit here and come with strategies and yeah we can make your phone ring and all of that good stuff but realistically if it doesn't convert yeah it doesn't matter it well, is, and if, if they if they come in and get a bad experience it's like it's like a, a bucket right you have a bucket with a bunch of holes in it and if your customer support and your, your brand is what people are saying about you this is your brand yeah yeah, so yeah the phone. your your brand is in your customer's hands and yeah i would rather have you focus on what they are saying because you know your brand is not your logo your colors your all that no. stuff you spend hours and days and months and so much money on it sure absolutely i Go spent ahead. two minutes on mine Right. But speaking, <laughs> nobody cares about your color and your brand. Do you think that the Apple logo, if it was something else, we would care about it? No, I mean, I so. Apple logo, it was like a pair logo. It's like a pair. Yeah, it's like pair. a pair logo or if it was a box <laughs> or if it was whatever, yeah. you know, or if, or if the computers were not silver, but, you know, they were all black or no gold, gold you know, whatever maybe gold would be cooler. <laughs> I did just recently get my newest MacBook Air, which is like the pink shiny color. But that nice. was just me. that was just me trying to be a little extra. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what I mean is, you know, you spend so much time on my brand, my brand, my brand, my name, my name, yeah. my logo, yeah. my colors. Yeah, sure, yeah. those things are important. Sure, go have a cool logo, do this. But I highly recommend to shift your focus into saying, well, what can I do inside my practice, inside my business, to have yeah. that to have that service be so incredible, to have that experience be so incredible, the fact that I have solutions that I'm making this easy for my clients, that they don't have to worry about anything. How do I make that so that they talk about me to other people, so that they recommend me to other people? That's your brand. Your brand is what people are telling about you is your brand. It's nothing more than that. I mean, I think it's important to systematize that too and track that. And, you know, as if I were a practice owner, I I would want to track every interaction with with the patients and my team and not that I'm like a, like a, you know, a, what do you call them? Like a micromanager. I just like to track things and I like numbers and metrics to help me, you know, guide me on making well, decisions. Even if you were to have meetings on a monthly basis or. Yeah. Or even if it's just that, right. right. And just saying, Hey guys, how many of you had a positive experience this month? Fantastic. Yeah. How many of you all had an experience where you were a little bit confused and you didn't know how to deal with that situation? Yeah, okay. Absolutely. What can you have done better? Sometimes yeah. it's just a conversation. It's just yeah. literally lets and, it down, you know. Yeah. And I do have a question for you, Jordan. I know we can we can talk about this we can. all day. Go ahead I mean, and you, ask, and I, ask. you and I can like <laughs> talk about this all day. But yeah. uh, I have a question saying: If we start a membership program, do offices have cards made like a grocery store? Like, is it that easy? Um, so I've seen some practices do that, but I don't think it's really necessary. What what we do is uh, patients have a login. A, a patient login that they just log into in Boom Cloud that shows like their benefits, what benefits have been used up, what haven't been used up, um, when's their next bill date, their payment history, things like that. Um, and and we're actually talking about making it into an app, so it's like a it's basically like a digital card, right? Uh, right now it's a it's a mobile friendly 
application, a web app. But that's uh, – I don't see too many practices doing cards. Every once in a while we'll have a practice that uses BoomCloud and says, hey, we're going to order a bunch of cards so patients feel really cool, I guess, when they come into the practice. I think it's a cool idea, but um, – most most of the time we see practices just using our login for our, our portal. Okay, so they just go ahead and use the yeah. login, and it's just an online system. It's just an online are system. Yeah. Are you also thinking that because of the cards, it's sometimes forgetful to carry the card on you? Yeah, um, most practices when like when when a when a member patient comes into the practice, the the, the patient will say, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a member of your you know your." of Dr. Smith's dental membership program. And, and basically they, they have boom cloud up and, and they verify it through boom cloud, like pretty easy. Um, right. That's all they do. But like the cards are really cool. I would like, yeah, cards are, I think cards are cool, but I also think that, um, so I'll, you know, I hate cards. Cause I'll show you why. Okay. Give me a second. Okay. I, I hate cards. Because my wallet is freaking thick. I was thick. going to show that. I, I don't, like, don't want another card. Oh my god! Yeah. This is my. I feel like I don't know if anyone, if you watch like Seinfeld, but I feel like George Costanza here. Like when I put oh, it in my back pocket, I'm like, I'm like leaning like this, right? Holy my smokes. husband feels the same, but he doesn't even use a wallet. He literally uses yeah. money because he's like, no, this is not working. Yeah. Wallet yeah. <laughs> so literally people, I don't, my phone's right here. I can't show my phone, but literally people can um, save like our, our, the patient portal on their phone. Um, you know how it's not like an app download, but you can just save the web page and it, yeah, it, looks, it looks like an app. So yeah, we've designed yeah. it. So when you save it, it looks just like an app. So practice can, or patients can actually do that. And then they can log in from their phone. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I recommend and have the phone be their, their app or their card or whatever. But I think it's a cool idea. If practices want to do that, it's their plan, it's their program. They can do whatever they want. But that, those are just my thoughts. <laughs> I, mean, I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think what I think we were getting at was that, yeah, you know, it is as easy. It is super, it's, it is as easy as having a membership card to a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super easy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. It is that easy. It's just that you don't have a physical card. You just have something on your phone or your membership. So if you forget, yeah. like somebody like me who's going to walk in there and be like, oh, I don't have my card on me. Yeah, can you I just look me up? There it is. I probably shredded it because I probably didn't need it. Yeah, I yeah or like yeah, you're, you're sitting on it and it's like, uh, I got to get rid yeah. of this crap. Right? <laughs> you know, like what's in a woman's purse? Like everything. There's everything in <laughs> If you are like, hey, now open up the purse and go through it. I mean, I will have fruits and mints and uh, my, know, so my, I, I just took this out of my purse, my CE certificate from a from a from a course I did recently. <laughs> like my headphones, like ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Make it yeah. easy. But make it easy. We are, we are reaching that point because we do like to have this show that's going to be on Insta TV. So we right. are reaching that point. Um, any last words from you, Jordan, on some tips or strategies? And please let people know how to contact you and a little bit about you know, what is uh, some of the, I mean, I guess people hopefully by now realize that you own Boom Cloud, which is a membership site. But, I own, uh, yeah, I own Boom Cloud, which is a membership, dental membership software for practices. Yes. <laughs> if nobody, if nobody figured that out, I, yeah. I, I'll and you know, why don't you also shout out, to, here's something really funny. So Jordan and I are friends, right? We're the same. Yeah, of course. of course. Of course. Of course. I know. We're friends, I think. No, we're like totally hung out. Like, and, like um, totes friends. We're like totes friends. Yes. <laughs> and um we're in the same organizations you know we we are some of the same organizations we, we we travel to the same organizations 
And here's something really funny. This is what happens when you don't communicate. So, you know, I have a workshop. Jordan has a workshop. And yep. last time, yep. we didn't communicate. We both had the workshop <laughs> on the same, the same day. day. And we both right. were really happy. Like, we both got members. We were both sold out. Like, it was fun. Like, you know, we both totally. were yeah. good. And then earlier this year, um, I decided that we are going to continue to have this workshop because there's a need for it. And I met Genevieve. And I'm like, Genevieve, we are under the workshop. She's like, don't tell me. Don't tell me the date. Don't tell me the date. I don't know if it's going to be the same. I don't think our workshop is the same date, however. Our yeah, workshop I don't think is so. 6th and 7th um, in New Jersey. September? September? Mm -hmm. That's my, September 6th, September yeah. 6th. Yeah. That's my birthday. I think, I think we're, we're, I think we're planning one in November. We're, we're still talking. We haven't really structured anything yet. In November and where it yeah. is, what is in. So it's not yeah. like flashing again. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we should just combine an event and do one together. We'd have so much fun. Event and do one together and make it like a three day or something, a two day or something, and we can yeah. all just together, which will be fantastic. But yeah, no, totally. so we have September, and I know that you had also mentioned to me that you do webinars. So please, you know, let, let people know about the webinar that you have and how they can reach yep. out to your. Yep, we're, we do tons of webinars. Uh, I'll first say that I have a free book um, that talks about dental membership programs, how to grow it, how to think about it the right way. Um, it's You can get that at boomcloudapps.com forward slash book. Hold on, uh, I'm also, yeah, go ahead. Type it in there. Yeah, boomcloudapps.com. Boomcloudapps.com slash book. Yep, forward slash book. Yep. So you can get my – it's free. Um, I give that, I give that okay. to every, every practice that talks to me. Um, I'm constantly adding more and more chapters to that. Um, so it uh, – I think right now it's like 50, 60 pages. It's not too long, but it has tons of information in it. It's got case studies in it as well. Um, I also have uh, a free online university. It's called the Boom Cloud University, which is at boomcloudapps.com forward slash university. <laughs> um, I, I would suggest anyone looking into a membership program to start taking those courses. They're free to, for anybody on, that comes to our website. that um, talks about everything from basics to sales, marketing, management, everything. Everything you, you can think of. Um, we, we talk about it there. Um, and then... Most practices, if you're looking into, you know, wanting a system to help you scale and get, you know, you know, thousands of dollars of recurring revenue each month, I would, I would recommend doing a, a, a free live demo of our software, which you just go to our website and it says schedule a demo. You can click that button and, and get a demo of our, of our software. But that's, that's how you can find us. Go to boomcloudapps.com. Um, and I also am a, uh, a, a podcaster. I own uh, Say No to PPOs. Go to say no to PPOs dot com. You're not even playing. You're all out. This is my yeah, just, Say No to this PPOs. Is a, say No to PPOs. <laughs> so it's it's called the Navigating Dental Insurance Podcast. We talk about working efficiently with insurance and also reducing dependence on insurance. Hence, Say No to PPOs. So go to that. Check that. Check out our 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 podcast out that we do there. Um, but. Those are all the ways you can contact me. If anyone wants to, you know, reach out to me personally, uh, my email is jordan at boomcloudapps.com. My name is spelled J-O-R-D-O-N, but if you spell it J-O-R-D-A-N, it still comes to me. <laughs> my, my parents, my parents named me a normal name, but then they kind of switched up the spelling, so it confuses everybody. It's okay, so. but my name is Manal, and usually it's like, huh? Yeah. Manal. Huh? Like, huh? What do you say? No. <laughs> 
And then my last name you're like, this, is it Sam Pat? Sam Pat? No, it's so Saint I look at Sam and Pat together. Yeah. My, Pat. Family, really easy. my family you know, has the most like American name and we are like Indians, right? Like it's like Sam and like Pat together. Sam, Sam Pat. and Pat, Sam and Pat are friends, and that's my last name, Sam Pat. Well, Jordan, you were absolutely incredible. Uh, we did you get were. some comments and, uh, you know, we'll go ahead and reply to you. Uh, obviously, the show is going to be available. I know a few of you had reached out to me earlier today and said, hey, Manal, uh, is, this, is this going to be available? Yes, the show is always available on my timeline. Always. It's, always going, it's also now available on a podcast. Um, marketing and Mocktails with Manal on every, I think, Spotify and uh, iTunes and Anchor and Google Podcasts. It's everywhere. Um, it's wow. also going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on Instagram. And if you're on my email <laughs> list, you will also get <laughs> links to my email list. So you can't escape this podcast. You can't, you can't escape, escape Manal. <laughs> you cannot escape us anymore. Uh, but thank yeah. you so much. Feel free to keep asking your questions. Reach out to Jordan if you can. And as always, thank yeah. you for your time today and viewing in, guys. Rock thank on, you. everybody. And listening, if you're listening to the podcast, everybody says, oh, I love you. And oh, we're getting some high fives and things. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for watching us. All right. Bye. <laughs> See ya.